0: Hello. Thank you for joining us for another episode of This Week in AML. I'm John Byrne, chair of the AMLRS Advisory Board. And I'm Elliot Berman, our creative director. We are excited to welcome you to the This Week in AML podcast. Where we explore key news and developments in the global financial crime prevention community. Today, I'm going to sit down with Tim White, our special advisor, and sanctions expert to discuss some recent updates on the sanction issues related to Russia. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, Tim. How are you this week? Great, Elliot. And you? I'm good, too. Uh, so, I'm here today with uh, uh, Special Advisor Tim White, he's our sanctions expert and uh, this week, we saw that FinCEN published some uh, new guidance on being vigilant with regard to Russian sanctions and the p- potential evasion of those. So, Tim, I assume you saw that uh, saw that guidance come out.
1: Absolutely, um, and you know there was a lot in it. Um, I, I highly encourage everybody to to read through it if you're on the sanctions front. Particularly those that wear the VSA hat, as well as the sanctions hat, um, because there are some pieces in there that speak to a lot of different concerns that the Treasury has with respect to compliance and sanctions. Um, The red flags in there are quite detailed from a standpoint of looking for a wide variety of things. And some of those elements are looking for SWIFT and wire transactions from companies you've never gotten wire transactions or SWIFT messages from, which would indicate some sort of obstruction by an entity that's trying to, to evade the sanction program. There's also a real big focus on cryptocurrencies, uh, the requirements um, of the exchanges with respect to, the, to BSA, as well as sanctions, uh, because there's a big concern that the Russian and Belarusian um, entities are gonna try and circumvent the the standard financial institution network and and use crypto uh, to get around that. So uh, a great deal of detail in here. And one of the things that I would highly recommend is OFAC put out guidance, um, sanctions compliance guidance for cryptocurrency back in October. Uh, of 2021. And having familiarized myself with that when it came out, key information here, and this is also has implications for the BSA world. There is a focus from a uh, OFAC standpoint, sanctions and crypto, that you should be utilizing all information within your institution to stay in compliance and for due diligence. So it actually goes into talking about IP addresses, uh, geolocation information, and it really starts brushing up against, no, your customer's customer. Um, I've talked with some of my associates about that. And, you know, even though sanctions and BSA, or if you will, brother and sister side by side, I think we're going to see the bar rise on the BSA side to because it only makes sense if you're going to use that Information for enhanced due diligence on sanctions. Why aren't you using it in the BSA scope as well? So a lot there, Elliot.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, And while this was issued by FinCEN, which is of course a a part of the U.S. Treasury, I think that um, some of the guidance is uh, is useful on a global basis because the whole issue of the potential of evading the various sanctions regimes that have been put in place by. Uh, a a fair number of countries and groups, uh, UK, EU, the US and many others, uh, since uh, 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 the invasion of uh, Ukraine by Russia, um, evasion is a challenge. And so looking at some of the things to think about in terms of um, detecting evasion and identifying transactions, um, is very important for those of our listeners who are in the U.S. One of the things the Treasury asks is if you do file a suspicious activity report, that you actually flag it as being related to FIN 2022 Russia sanctions, and that will help um, that those SARs get reviewed more promptly, uh, likely by uh, special teams that are focusing on those types of uh, those types of SARs. So you mentioned virtual currencies, um, and you mentioned a little bit um, the idea of seeing transactions from entities you haven't seen before. Um, I think uh, there are other things in there. One of which caught my eye was the idea that um, just changes in transaction flows and volumes are things to pay attention to. What did you What did you think about uh, that part of the guidance?
1: I mentioned that this week in AML. <coughs> A week or so ago, when talking to John, uh, that some of the delay um, in going to the swift option of cutting people out and rolling into some of these sanction programs a little bit slow, to me, was kind of a a thought process of Treasury wanting everybody to identify what's normal now, what are their risk points with respect to Russia and, and Belarus. And then as we roll these sanctions out, looking for the, the change, which is exactly what this guidance is talking about. Do you have accounts that are seeing spikes in value and, and flow throughs? Um, so that's very significant, but I also think it's important to talk about one of the specific typologies back on the crypto front. And that is in those institutions that have visibility um, the exchanges and so forth. Be looking for a typology of basically a buy, trade, 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 and then liquidate. Um, you're going to see basically it's that concept of layering. How do we hide this trail as quickly as possible uh, in in uh, the blockchain? Now, obviously, it's all going to be there, but the faster you accelerate that, the higher probability that it's going to go unnoticed. So. Um, I think that's a a key typology there. But the other one is just looking for what's new, what's different and and what has changed. Um, IP indicators, of course, from that part of the world, uh, the specific addresses to those uh, geographies should be noted. But I think it should also be noted There are tax havens and there are monetary or financial centers all over the world. You could be seeing this coming in from Hong Kong. You could be seeing it coming in from Singapore. Um, It's just the whole world is connected that way. So be looking for changes, you know, throughout all of those areas.
0: Well, thanks, Tim. Uh, I'm gonna do our shameless plug. So uh, on the 24th of March, uh, we're doing a webinar on, how to deal with high risk uh, customers on a global basis. So, uh, we urge you to go to our website and sign up for that. Uh, it will start streaming live at 1 p.m. Eastern Time again, Thursday, March 24th. So, Tim, thanks for joining me this week and you have a great weekend. Absolutely. You too, Elliot. Take care. Bye bye.